What's up, world? Welcome to another episode of the Brand Genuine Show. As you know, I am Brand Genuine, like always on all podcast platforms. Brand Genuine Show, social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, and Facebook. Brand Genuine Show, and of course, YouTube channel. Brand Genuine Show, man. Go there, subscribe, like, comment, hit the notification button. I think I do have a notification button. I really gotta check that shit. I really, really, really do, man. I'm sorry, but I really gotta check that. Uh, but I hope you guys enjoy this, man. Uh, episode because tonight is the first night a point of view or random shit. <sighs> man, oh man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Um, <sighs> ah, man, man, man. Been a lot of crazy shit going on. Even to start this year, it's kind of kind of crazy. Um, and to be honest with you, like I always do, man, I don't know how to start these shows all sometimes. So I just go off of what I, I, I just deem kind of not something I really care about that much, and I just talk about it. Uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yeah. Uh, I know she had like a movie about her in a doc series. And yeah, uh, question is, um, who the fuck is she? Am I the first person to ask that question since she's been released from prison? Who the fuck is she? Like, and then when I hear people talk about it, it's like, oh, that's the girl that schemed on killing her mother and got it done. What the fuck are we talking about her for? She killed her fucking mom. Why are we talking about her? Like, seriously. Like, I don't understand how she's a celebrity. She killed her mother. What the fuck? <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get the, 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 the celebrity. I don't get it. Are we really that fascinated with mysteries and, and killings and shit? Fuck, I'm talking about. Of course we are. Uh, <laughs> fuck am I talking about? Of course we are. But this isn't something like, bro, like she, I get it. Here's the thing. And this is where I think a lot of people are going to get this fucked up. And this is where it is. She served her right to society. She served seven years of prison for this shit. And it shit, the, her, what, of ex or, or whatever, I think it was an ex dude, is in prison for life. Because they killed her mother. She served seven years. And she's on TMZ. And people are making stories about her. She wants to be Taylor Swift and all that. And she's a Saints fan. And I'm like, yo. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this shit today? Please explain this to me. Because I don't understand why she's popular. I don't get it. Like, are we that fascinated with crime? With with crime dramas that we just like completely just like ignored the fact that she killed some fucking body like what the fuck are we i guess i that i'm sorry maybe i'm i'm being nice i'm being i'm being i'm being i'm being a human being i guess and that is something that i cannot do in this world we live in nowadays because i actually see the fucking hypocrisy in the in the in this situation, but uh, 
I guess. Which leads me. <laughs> or does it not lead me to somebody? Which leads me to my next story. And that's Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar Johnson. I, 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 some of the shit he says, like every person nowadays, you can say the right shit, but when it comes from a negative place, to me, it taints what the fuck you're actually talking about. And I think he has said so much stupid shit. And hit it under the guidelines of this is for my people shit. It makes it even worse on us that we support somebody like that. And and I know people will sit up here and say he's right, right? My problem with that is that logic that y'all run out with. Is that black people can't be racist? That is a logic I've heard, especially in recent times, that we can't be racist. That's a fucking lie. Are you kidding me? Do you hear the way that this man talks? Oh, let me guess. Because he's pro-black. So it's okay. I don't even know if he's pro-black, to be honest with y'all. I think he saw the way the world was working at that time period in life. When he really became successful. And because nobody else was stepping up in our community to speak on certain things, he became that voice. And we and some of y'all latched on to it. I'm not gonna say all of us. Some of y'all latched on to it. Cool. But the problem that we now run with somebody like that is that we gave that person power. And the more power you give a person like that, the more influence they have over the ignorant shit they say. Because they're always gonna find an audience. And in this world we live in right now, the audience is there. Because people are stupid. Scratch that. People are not stupid. People are very, very, very misinformed. And because we live in a world right now where too many people don't want to go research shit, don't want to read shit, don't want to even try to get an education on shit that they so-called want to be acknowledged of. I got a problem with that. Dr. Omar... On a Joe Budden show. Says a couple of things. Say one thing. It's like three, four clips that have come out. That I'm just like, what? Why is this nigga got a platform? Why is he talking? The first thing that got to me was like. Him going after the, the late, great Kobe Bryant's wife. Vanessa Bryant. And him saying that like. Why is she taking Kobe's money. And implying it to the black community. See, here's the problem that I got with people. Like that. Why the fuck are y'all worried about what another fucking person is doing? We got to stop doing that shit to ourselves. Please stop doing that shit to ourselves. 
Because we got to stop worrying about what another motherfucker is doing. Can we do the shit first for our goddamn selves? Because let's be real for a second. If you don't put that energy into yourself, bro, nobody else is going to give a fuck about you. The fact that this motherfucker go on the podcast and literally says, what has she done with his money for the black community, bro? This woman lost her husband unexpectedly. Unexpectedly. She had to sue the Los Angeles Police Department because they took photos of this man and her child and tried to sell him. So for a year after your husband passed and your child passed, you had to sue the so-called police department because your fucking people try to sell your deceased husband and daughter's pictures. And since then, she's been trying to make sense of the new world she's in, the new normal she has. With her kids. Who, by the way, she welcomed with a, a daughter. What, a year before he passed? And the first thing you scream. Is what she doing for the money that Kobe has made. For your greedy ass. You go on all of these public pro- platforms. You talk to all these podcasts. And you do all this shit. Where's the schools that you could be building right now? Where's the community outreach programs that you so happily want to be putting people on blast for and shit? And I know he's probably never talked about this shit. But you talking a lot of shit about what other motherfuckers need to do. How about you do something? How about you actually create something for the people that look like you and me? It's very easy to point fingers. When you ain't doing shit your damn self. That was one. Second thing this dumbass nigga says on the fucking planet. (laughs) This motherfucker literally says on the fucking podcast. This shit got me. And I'm and and this is this is really where I get pissed off at more than anything. Especially this dumbass logic. Eminem can be the best rapper ever, or the best rapper alive, or one of the best rappers ever, because he's white. And being a rapper means you have to be black. When the fuck does talent, if that is the case, then all these drill music niggas are considered the greatest ever. These niggas ain't got no talent at all. And yet you, because they are black, that means they... These motherfuckers talk about killing our, your own kind, right? You're supposed to be protecting us. They are talking about killing us, their own kind. But because they're black, it's okay, and they should be considered the best rappers because they talk about killing us, and they look like us. Okay, that makes no fucking sense. 
you don't have, and, and it's my problem with people, especially when it comes to Eminem. You have a really good argument, just the wrong fucking person to use it on. If this was Machine Gun Kelly or Post Malone or Jack Harlow or, you know, Iggy Azalea, some shit like that, like, people that came into the culture used the culture just to fund their popularity. And then as soon as they got popular and got on radio and mainstream and magazines, and then they deuces and got the fuck, okay, use it on them. But Eminem is the wrong fucking person. He always has been. Because here's the thing, man. No matter what happens, Eminem has always given credit where credit is due. Why do you think so many legendary rappers say, I fuck with Eminem? Big Daddy Kane. Cares ones. The man gives credit where credit is fucking due. And then on top of that, Eminem grinded like a street rapper. Battle rap culture. Did you not see 8 Mile? I know you have seen 8 Mile. I, ain't know, I know you ain't that fucking prejudiced. I know you ain't that fucking racist. He grinded through street culture. And on top of that, bro, the man got put on by a black man. Dr. Dre, one of the greatest musical influencers, one of the greatest geniuses in music ever. Dr. Dre put his whole career that he had created on the belief that Eminem could become one of the greatest rappers of all time. Eminem got inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Excuse me. Eminem thanked Dr. Dre. LL Cool J got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I think, last year, year before that. Year probably before Eminem did. Eminem came out to rap for LL Cool J. LL Cool J and Eminem are like this. And I see people that sit there and say, he's right. Really? You are already one of those people that I don't even listen to when they talk about hip-hop because I know you are completely and utterly wrong. I ain't even got to look at your iPhone music playlist. I know you fucking stupid. I, not stupid. I know you don't have any rap intelligence in your fucking playlist. I can tell right now. Like I've always said, old Eminem? You better not tell me shit about that nigga. The new one? I new Eminem? I, I might have a conversation with you on it. But the stand Eminem? I'm cleaning out my closet? The way I am? Lose yourself? Nah, that Eminem is here to stay. I'm never, no, you can't debate me on that. I'm not, I'm not. That dude is the best rapper ever. What the fuck are you talking about? One of the greatest rappers to ever do it. And you got your fucking mind and you tell me he's not. And the last statement that this dumbass made on the Joe Budden podcast was, 
he was talking to one of Joe Budden's co-hosts, and I know y'all have seen it, and he was like, yo, why didn't you fall in love with a black woman? And the co-host was like, man, I, he was like, I did. And he said, well, why didn't you fall in love with another one? He said, I did. I just managed to find a white woman that I loved, and she loved me unconditionally, and we made and it made sense. And then he says, why do you just then continue to find a black woman, another black woman, another black woman? And it made me feel like, dude, I don't even think you do that. <laughs> I don't even think, nigga, you prescribe into that bullshit you selling. Because a person that think that way, bro, is disinformed and has no real bearings on what real love is. If real love comes from the color of a skin tone, bro, then why do our own people shoot us down? If real love comes from the color of our skin, then why do we get hated on by our own people? They're supposed to love us and support us and fuck with us. But yeah, they don't fuck with us, bro. Stop sitting up here and selling me bullshit. Love is colorblind, bro. Whoever you decide to fall in love with shouldn't matter who they, how they look color-wise. Talking to a, 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 I'm a dude that fell in love with a lot of races. <laughs> Dated a lot of girls from a lot of races. And to be honest, man, being single for so long, you realize, like, damn. <laughs> like, if anything happens, it happens. And that's just how I operate. Because it's life, man. You're not about to tell me I have to fall in love with a black woman. That's crazy. But if I do, I'm not mad about it. I still want a lotto. Because I'm in love with someone, not because they look just like me or they can share my experiences. That's it's crazy. But for him to say some shit like that, man, made me immediately be like, oh, yeah, this nigga's racist. That <laughs> like, made me realize immediately, I'm like, oh, yeah, that nigga racist. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man. Speaking of love. Of lack there of love. Uh, Cardi Cardi B. Um, I don't. Oh my god. Cardi B. And Offset. Um, before the year ended, I had to do an episode and. I talked about them a little bit, and I said, you know, man, I don't really care too much about this story or this situation. I don't wish anybody breaks up, but at the same time, man, it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> and it's getting to the point now, man, where this upcoming, this last week or so, she's been excuse me, going crazy on her fans because... She's clearly back with Duke. 
I don't really give a fuck about their situation. I don't care. The problem that I have with Cardi B is the fact that you went off on your fans. And yeah, I get it. They're your fans, so you can go off on them. But here's my problem with that. Somebody in your position that comes from absolutely nothing, right? Why are you shitting on the people that gave you a career? It wasn't a label. They invested their time and energy into listening to you on Instagram Live and all these other crazy ass things before you had the music and before you, they fucked with you as a person. And now that you are super successful, you are in a high profile relationship. And I get it. Family comes first. But at the same time, this isn't about you just being with somebody. It's the fact that you went on social media and told the fucking world how this nigga has been fucking you over. Which brings me back to don't shit on your fans when you put the shit out there. And then you tell your fans, shut the fuck up, leave me alone. Y'all don't know what I'm going through, all that shit. And then you say, I delete my social media. Delete the shit. Get it over with. Cut the shit off. Why are you making it seem like if you cut your social media off, we're going to die? Figure out your life. Figure out your shit and figure out what the fuck you and your dude doing. Because the more you do this shit, it makes fans really not fuck with you. And I think fans are starting to get to the point where they're realizing, you know what, bro? Fuck them. Fuck them. I don't have to be supporting these motherfuckers. I hope more fans get to the point where they just be like, you know what, man? If it wasn't for me, your ass wouldn't even be where the fuck you at. I poured my time and my energy into fucking with you. And now I'm pouring my time and my energy into not fucking with you. Good fucking luck. And last but not least, Dave Chappelle. Now, I watched The Dreamer some Sunday, then I finished it today, and that shit is funny. Uh, Dave Chappelle, man. I went to the show that he had out here in Houston earlier this year. Uh, well, earlier this year. Lord Jesus. Um, last year, um, when he was working out the jokes for the special. So some of the jokes I already had heard, I just didn't want to talk about it because clearly you man locked up with your phone, you kind of have to be respectful for the art that he has given. But, so, so some of the jokes I had already heard him do, but man, you know, to see that, that, that comedy special today, I laughed at it, like, I, I that was my first time seeing it. And David's still getting back, backlash. David's always going to get backlash because he's one of the rare few people in this world where he says the things you can't say. And if you said them, you would get canceled, right? That is his That is his shtick, right? That is his defense mechanism is that you might be wrong. And yeah, I might have some people say cancel him. But then I'm going to also have a lot of people that's going to agree with what the fuck I'm saying. Unlike where I talked about Dr. Umar's, where he's using somebody's pain and their dis- disillusion of what the fuck the world really is on them 
Dave is not doing that. Dave is actually giving you an actual depiction of what, in his mind, he's going through. And what he sees. And I always say this, man. Comedians are, the, are my favorite people to listen to when they t- take advice from. I know people think that's crazy to say, but comedians are my, my favorite people to take advice from because a comedian has to go through so much pain to get you to, to get themselves to laugh at the shit they got to make you laugh at. That's a hard fucking job. You know how much pain you got to adore? To come out the other side and laugh at that shit. And then say, you know what? I think I can make other people laugh at my trials and tribulations. And my trauma. That's some hard shit to do, bro. And Dave does it the best. I've never seen anybody say Dave isn't funny. I saw it when people, when he first came back out. And people were like, he ain't funny. Okay. Sure. Dave has found a way to maneuver in this world right now where even when you are in an uproar and you're trying to get him the fuck out of here, people will always support him. And you can't. And that to me is very special. That power is different than any other power because at the end of the day, that is the power to speak your mind and not fear any consequences. That shit is rare nowadays. To speak your mind and no people are going to be mad. No people are going to stone him and he knows this. But to still speak his mind and have people say, that shit kind of was funny. Like, come on, man. That's kind of funny. That's just rare. It's rare. It don't happen. So, yeah. Dave is one of the rare few, man. One of the rare few people in this world that can that can do that. And that's a gift. And more importantly, man, that should never be taken for granted. And that is something I need y'all to understand, too. Be able to speak your mind before they take that away from us. Because they are trying their hardest to do it. So until next time, man, I am Brian Janu. This is Point of View of Random Shit. Peace.